Hello. Welcome. So just going to do quick podcast checking in today. Uh, main reason is because day one of training camp was today. So just want to do a quick recap of uh, what happened in day one of training camp. I don't expect this to be a daily thing, but there were some notable noticeable things that happened. So figured I'd bring it up and throw a quick pot out there. Probably won't be more than 10 or so minutes. So anyways, first thing, number one, as expected, Trey Lance signed his rookie deal literally like two hours before training kicked off. We didn't expect anything to, you know, different to happen. It just was one of those things where it sounds like they were negotiating over some contract stuff. Uh, The big thing that stood out to me was he signed it two hours ahead of training camp. There was a report that they'd worked out the deal basically last night around midnight. He just didn't sign it till about 8 a.m. today, two hours before practice. The big thing that stood out to me, though, was the signing bonus. So the total deal is like $34.9 million over four years with like a fifth-year option. And it's already kind of set whenever you're like the three-pick. Like that is the amount and the length. It's just how you get the money. So he got a $22 million signing bonus. My guess is that he wanted to get as much up front as possible because he can probably still claim to be a North Dakota state resident. And I am, I don't know what North Dakota state taxes are, but I guarantee they're a lot better than California taxes. So if he could get paid a large lump sum while as a North Dakota resident, then, hey, that saves him a lot of money on tax dollars. So that's probably exactly why that happened. Um, but yeah, so probably tax reasons, but $22 million signing uh, bonus. The rest of it, the other $10 million or so, $12 million will be spread out over the next four years. I think his cap hit this season is about $6 million. But anyways, he signed literally two hours before training. Fat upfront bonus, probably for tax reasons. So uh, next thing is two players ended up being on the COVID list. So Jaquaski Tart and uh, Jawan Jennings both were on the COVID reserve list. Now the rules for the COVID reserve list, they are not allowed to tell us who is vaccinated, who is not vaccinated. They have said that over 90% of the players there are vaccinated. Now what we do know is that per the COVID rules, if if you get put on the COVID reserve list, then if you have been vaccinated, you need to be symptom-free and have two negative COVID tests 24 hours apart. So in theory, if you get on the COVID list, you can be brought back on after basically like one or two days, like pretty quickly if you've been vaccinated. If you have not been vaccinated, then they need to wait 10 days Uh, and then get cleared off of a COVID test. So bit of a difference between if you've been vaccinated or not. Again, like 90% plus of the team has been. So hopefully if anyone pops up on the COVID reserve list, they're only there for a day or two. Uh, So not a huge deal, but if they're missing like 10 plus days, obviously that's a very, very significant amount of time considering there's only 13 practices before preseason and cut start. So those are the first things. 
the next really, really good news was Nick Bosa, D Ford, Jalen Hurd. They were all on the field. They were all warming up. They all participated in individual drills. So they did not participate in team drills, but hey, they were there. They were working out. They were practicing. They all looked good. Uh, Nick Bosa looked really good out there. He looks like he's maybe lost a couple pounds or slimmed down. I don't know exactly, but he looks lean and shredded. Uh, He's still Quadzilla out there, obviously, but I'm excited to see Bosa. And obviously, they're going to ease him in before they start doing one-on-ones and team drill stuff. Jalen Hurd, he was out there. He was looking good. He participated again in the individual drills. Uh, There was a couple short clips of him just doing some releases and sprints, uh, some of those drills. And then D Ford, we got a chance to see some D Ford out there. He was doing some individual drills. They were doing that like, you know, bag drill where you're down and then the D line coach like yells, then you got to like hit him, hit the standing bag or whatever, and then shed it. So anyways, yeah, good stuff. All of them, they were out there, they were practicing, they were cleared, they passed medicals. That's all good news because D Ford played half of a game last season. Nick Bosa tore his ACL week two, and we haven't seen Jalen Hurd ever on the field after two years. So it's really good that all three of them are healthy, working out, doing their individual drills. We'll keep track of that, but it'll probably be... I don't know. I would say they'll probably start participating in team stuff by week two, but obviously they're going to work them in lightly there. Uh, One thing that was, that did stand out kind of not talked about previously was Kinlaw only participated in individual drills and warmups. It sounds like his off season, he had a minor off season knee injury or knee surgery, and there was some swelling like a, a, month ago or so due to like the flights traveling or whatever so they're just kind of easing Ken Law in um, but yeah I get sounds like they're just kind of easing him in so yeah there's that some interesting things that happened in practice first thing that stood out to me was because Mosley cornerback is on the COVID list guess who got starting reps with the first team for corner wasn't Ambry Thomas, wasn't Diamador, it, it was none of those guys. It was Verrett and Tim Harris. So Tim Harris, he was a sixth round pick, I believe in 2019, hasn't played a single snap. He was out there with the first teamers. Shanahan said in his post-conference presser that Tim Harris has had a really good spring. So he decided, hey, we have an opening on first teams. We're going to put Tim Harris in today. And then it also sounded like he did not play all that well today. But hey, I mean, just the fact that he worked his way in with the first, that's great news for him. If he ends up becoming a backup and making the 53, that's amazing. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I don't think he's going to make the 53. I would be a little bit surprised if he even made the practice squad. That's probably where he ends up. But the fact that he was participating with the number ones is a good sign for him, even if he was getting beat. Uh, so as far as some numbers, Trey and Jimmy were both out there. They both looked sharp. They were hitting a lot of guys in like mid and like deep rollout passes. Sounds like they were both five of seven in team drills. 
So five completions out of seven passes. Uh, there was some, it was awesome just seeing video. Um, I don't really like Twitter, but one of the amazing things about Twitter is that everyone, all the media, all the fans out there, they were just posting videos of all the training camp. So for all of the practice today, it was just like, hey, five second clip here, 10 second clip here, check out this 30 second warm up. Hey, look at Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's running around. Oh my gosh, did you see Jimmy roll out and make that pass? Hey, look at Trey. Trey's throwing the ball. Look, you know, just constant videos. It was awesome. Uh, another little interesting thing that I heard was that in team drills, uh, Sudfeld got more reps than Rosen. It wasn't a lot. It was like Sudfeld got three reps and Rosen got one. And they said they're going to try and rotate them. So it's like if one guy gets more reps than the other guy gets more the next day and they're going to be rotating the threes. So Jimmy's one, Trey's two, Rosen and Sudfeld are going to be rotating in with the threes. Sanu, Muhammad Sanu still looks really good. So what I found out today was that the injury that he had and the reason why he didn't play all that well last year and why he was only on the team for about three weeks, apparently in 2019, he had a really bad thigh bruise, like a really deep, bad thigh bruise, possibly like a bone bruise. And he never quite fully healed in 2020, which is why he wasn't all that good. And he was only with the team for about three weeks. And then he got better later on last year. Apparently he's fully healed and he looks really good according to everybody. So that's good news. If Mohamed Sanu keeps standing out and just, you know, again, stacking days, we're looking for consistency here. OTAs, all we hear is Sanu. We see Sanu training with Trey constantly in the off season. And now if we're hearing Sanu is still looking really, really good day in, day out of training, he could legitimately become our wide receiver three. I know that Debo talked about really like having Muhammad Sanu last season because he's that veteran presence and he was just so locked in on all the details of being a wide receiver. So the details of the routes, the details of working in the zones, all, all the, the little bitty details that he has from being in the NFL for so long. Because Sanu's been in the NFL for eight or nine years. He's a vet and he can pass a lot of knowledge down to Debo and Ayuk while they're going into their number two and number three years. So if Sanu's looking good, that's awesome. He could be our wide receiver three, a healthy Jalen Hurd, potentially. He's a wide receiver number three, and if, if, if Hurd and Sanu both look really good and the additional reports about Jennings looking really good, I mean, I feel a lot better going into the season knowing that we have four receivers that we feel good about than just two so very very good to hear Sanu looks great and he's healthy another funny thing that uh, or another use info interesting thing that we heard about in the post-practice media stuff was Debo talking about trying to get better with injuries he said he took up hot yoga uh, on the occasion and he was doing yoga twice a week during the off season to get more flexible specifically in his lower half so like hamstrings hips feet ankles so that he wouldn't have as many injuries because he's had nagging injuries in his lower half over the years so this season he made a focused effort to do yoga twice a week and focusing primarily on his lower half and that's awesome to hear because if Debo stays healthy, then 
you know, he's, he's an incredible playmaker on the field. Also, he said he was trying to focus on his deep routes. So maybe we can expect some more deep shots because he doesn't want to be known as the run-after-catch guy, you know, quote-unquote. So that's all good news from Debo. It was cool hearing from him. He talked to the media for like five minutes. Uh, we got to hear from Jimmy G. He dropped cuss words. Jimmy G said two cuss. I don't think I've ever heard Jimmy drop the F-bomb. And Jimmy dropped the F-bomb today. Jimmy is feeling himself. He looks confident. He looks sharp, focused, locked in. It doesn't seem like them drafting Trey is affecting him. One thing that Usechek mentioned was Jimmy's Jimmy. He doesn't change. He's the same guy every single day. And Jimmy's feeling himself right now, and he's cussing to the media. So I can dig it. He said Sanu looks fucking great. And then he said that with the ankle injury, he's like, yeah, we all deal with that shit. And I've never heard Jimmy say shit or fuck. So I love it. Jimmy's feeling confident and he's dropping F-bombs to the media. So good stuff. Uh, last couple of things. Uh, Trey Sermon, running, rookie running back. He ended up doing a lot of work with the ones today in the team drills. Shanahan said it was primarily to keep Raheem Mostert fresh. Sounds like the it sounds like they've legitimately decided, hey, Trey Sermon, he's our number two, and he's gonna take number one reps to get comfortable so we can keep Mostert fresh. I am really curious to see who's gonna get more reps throughout the season. I'd be willing to put five bucks down and say that Trey Sermon is gonna get more carries for the year. Cause Raheem Mostert's really good if you give him just like ten to fifteen carries. I think Trey Sermon is going to be the thunder to Raheem Mostert's lightning. You got your speed guy, super fast Mostert, and then you got your bruising guy that bounces off everyone in Trey Sermon. Let's see here. So offensive line, we all know what the starting offensive line looks out. Now, Dan Brunskill today was the starting right guard. Aaron Banks, the second-round rookie, was with the number twos. The question is, how long is Aaron Banks going to be second team right guard? Because we know Dan Brunskill can step in and play spot duty pretty much anywhere on the line for a short time. How long until Aaron Banks actually earns that starting right guard position? Hopefully it's not too long, I feel like he should be a plug-and-play, and they drafted him in the top 50, so we should really hope that he is able to start at right guard by the time the season starts because the offensive line, you got to have, you got to gel. they got to develop that chemistry with each other. But just something to know. So we'll keep an eye on it. I wouldn't expect him to be with the first teams on day one, but we'll want to keep an eye on, see how long before he uh, works his way up to the first teams. So I definitely recommend checking out um, just any of the websites that have Niner news. There's a whole lot of just video from the practice today. Uh, If you go to the 49ers YouTube, they've got the full media day. They had Shanahan out there. They had Debo. They had Juszczyk, Jimmy, and Fred Warner. All talked to the media today. And they're all fun to listen to. It was about an hour total uh, between the between the five of them. So there you go. Just wanted to recap. And oh, the other really good news about 
training today, zero additional injuries. So any day we get through without any injury, that's a good thing. So that's pretty much everything. I don't know how often I'm going to come out here. I just wanted to bring up a few things. Obviously, there's going to be millions and millions of reports, tons of Twitter, tons everywhere on, you know, whether you go to Niners Nation or 49ers Web Zone or whatever website you like to go to to get your news. There's a lot of good ones out there, and there's a lot of Sports Illustrated. I know Cone is kind of like a fun, trolly kind of guy, but... He still provides a whole lot of useful content. I do like that he has his daily goods and not goods. Because, again, take it with a grain of salt. It's Cone. He likes to stir the pot, rake mud, and, you know, cause those media things. Like, hey, the real reason. The real reason why something happened. And we all know that's a little clickbaity. But, again, grain of salt. But look for consistency. Guys who are consistently doing good things. Those are the things we're looking for. So... Till next time, uh, enjoy practice. Soak it all in. I'm loving it. We've got practice today. It's Wednesday. There's Thursday. There's Friday. There's Saturday practice. Then they have a day off. And then I believe that Monday, next Monday, August 2nd, is the first day that pads come on. So we will finally get guys in pads. So um, I'm going to get out of here. I got a pizza I'm going to eat real quick. And I will catch you next time. Later.